Want to talk about the hogs? Yep. Did we just become best friends? Yeah. Bring. What is up and welcome to the High on the Hogs podcast. High on the Hog. Where the Razorbacks are two and one. I don't care what that says up there at what all. It, what does it say up there? It says two and one. Oh, it does. It says two it? and one. It says two and one, two and one in conference. It says one and two, one and two in conference for Auburn. That's what it says, I swear. Yep. I don't care what they say. Thanks a lot, Jason. I don't care what these jackasses have to say. Oh, Lord. So, Here we go. It's, it's Look, man, I'm not happy. Is it still Auburn hate week it's, or are we in the Ole Miss hate week? I think, I think for fans, it's definitely at least one more evening for me to hate Auburn and hate the SEC. Actually, I hate the all right. SEC altogether. I will give you matter. this. You can hate Auburn for the rest of this podcast up until about 10 minutes left in it and then no more because we got to get moving to the next game. Which, okay. And to be clear and ready to go. Okay, but here's the deal. Like, I'm not even... I, I, okay, I don't even hate Auburn. I mean, I do, but not right you now. You don't hate Auburn as much as you hate the decision that was made. I hate the SEC. I hate Greg Sankey. I hate the review re- replay officials. I hate the official that said, oh, no, on the middle of the broadcast while he was looking at it because he, he knew how bad he screwed up. That. Yeah. Yeah, that's who I hate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, you know, I've used the word hate a lot. I need a vacation. Hate, 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 hate. Hate. Okay, let's just get it out of the way. We'll talk about the play. First off, I don't want to talk about the play. We've talked about the play. If you watched the, I don't want to talk about. The if you play. watched the show last night or the, the live fan reaction show, it was good. That was a good show. Actually, I even piped in a few replies. You did. I was surprised at how well that show went. I was too. I was testing out some new headphones. Like I really didn't want to do it, but I, I can tell you didn't. There's there's a reason I didn't want to do it though. It's like, and I don't want to talk about that reason, but it's because I'm forced to do because it because you wouldn't <laughs> want to be kicked off Facebook. Uh, well, no, that's a different story. That's a whole okay. different reason why I didn't want to do it. But oh, uh, yeah. So we'll talk about that after the show. Stuff that I probably shouldn't say out loud, you know. But um, lie. Yeah. So <laughs> to the play. Look, I said this last night. I've said this multiple times on social media. But I'm sick and tired of the people saying, "Get over it." I'm sick and tired of the people saying, hey, "Steve, we could have done more to win the game." Get over it. Kiss my ass. I'll I'm sick and tired. Like that. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of people being like, "Oh well, if Arkansas would have done this, or if Arkansas would have not had a punt if block, a frog had wings, it wouldn't bump his ass every time he hopped." My question: What was the score with 28 seconds to go when Joe Fouché was laying on the football? 28 to 27, Arkansas. Who should have had the football when that happened? Arkansas. So Arkansas was winning, right? Yes. Arkansas did enough to win the game, right? Correct. So Arkansas maybe could have done enough to be up enough that the officials couldn't take it away, right? Correct. But they are. But, but the Hogs did enough to be up 28-27 and we're on top of the football, right? And we were down 17 nothing at one time. That's right. So This team last year would have been down 47 nothing. Oh, they would have lost like we have before, 68-3 to or some crap. Probably so. so. I mean, like that's what it's been the last four years. What was that? That stat that I gave on the, on the pod last week, I think it was like 193 to 31, I think, is what they've beat us by over the last four years. I mean, it could be worse. You could lose to Kentucky 24-2. to Oh, wow. B-Walk. Wow. B-Walk, what you got, man? <laughs> we'll get into that, too. Holy man. B-Walk. What was it, six interceptions they threw in that game? Seven, something like that? I think it was like five or six. I think it was six. Cause I, cause Costello. 
Costello threw three and or four in the other like twenty eight completions for two hundred yards. Yeah, it's <laughs> not good. They they kept everything in front of them, just like Arkansas did. Arkansas gave them the blueprint. That Wasn't wagon's that wheels, the they, bearings have gone. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that because I I'm glad you brought that up because that's not in our list, but I have some things to 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 comment on cover on the Hello Children. Who squealed? That was Diesel, I'm sure. So but so I'm not one to uh, to blame officials. Typically, I'm not one. Never to, been one to blame an official. No, because I always think that as a team in preparation, you can do enough to win. But in this situation, there was nothing that no. could be done by a player on the field that wasn't already done to change that. Yeah, and, and in the they SC- did their jobs. The players did their jobs. And then the SEC's double down on what they had to say after the fact. To talk about how it wasn't it wasn't recovered in a timely manner, which was completely Two inconsistent with what they said before. And have you seen the South Carolina Missouri video? No, I haven't. Because oh I don't boy, do all that. Oh boy, hang on. I'm, I don't need to see it. No, you want to because you're going to get mad. I don't want to look. No, you're going to get mad here. I want I you to don't watch need it. Heart medication, but I want you to watch it. I don't want it. But you're going to want to. <clears throat> I may not be able to find it, of course. Come on now. Now you have dead airspace. On I know. Hey, you know what? Because you like to look up stuff hey, on the Twitter. Well, well, I'm trying to find. I it, mean, okay. when Donald Trump posted a picture of hogs two and one, <laughs> Auburn one and two. I mean, the guy said it. He's still the president That's for now. No, did, he, did he really tweet tweet that? I really hope he did. I don't I think he it. really tweeted that. I don't know. There's a lot of mean things out there. It's a very mean thing for Auburn to do. I don't think he really did. Why can't I find I wonder if that dude was checking his bank account at that one time he was on his phone. <laughs> yep, payment received, it's, we're good. It's highly possible. Somebody should probably look into that just to find out. Cash app's a son of a bitch. Because it's highly, highly possible. Of course, now I can't find that stinking uh, video. Of course, thank you, Steve. All over. I'll find it before we're done because you got to watch right. it. It's pretty, it's... it's. I'll be okay. They were hanging. Here we go. Hang on, I got it now. Two and one Arkansas Razorbacks. Mind you, I called... Here. This upset. Here, I want you. I want you're gonna be mad. No! I, I just want your reaction to this. Tell this happened last this season. Is a fumble. <clears throat> well, nobody's gonna grab it. Oh no, Missouri. Missouri's gonna fall on it back there. How is what? Hang on, listen. Tip. Did you hear the whistle blow? Barry Odom was on the. Did yeah, you hear the immediate oh, yeah, recovery? I yeah. heard it. Yeah. So how's what's the difference? Um, their it's referee, the exact same ruling. Their head referee was better than our head referee. Like, I mean, at the whistle, we Joe Fouché's laying on the ball far quicker. Grant Morgan got clotheslined in that play. Yeah, too. he got held big time. His arm wrapped around his skull. Well, let me go fall on this. That's Whistle football. And, and and see the other part of this, there's not another so the argument's been well Auburn Auburn only had one guy going after the ball. South Carolina didn't have anybody going after that ball. Nope. And the, the review re, the replay officials Yeah, yeah. How's that make you feel? Make any matter? No. No. Nope. No? Okay. Nope. Can't change it. Well, okay. <laughs> I matter. The SEC. Oh, Greg Sankey. Oh. Ah! Okay, I'm better. William. I'm better. Have fun with that, William. Much better. 
Right, let me get back to over a note so we can stay There's going to be here. more late in the podcast, so you have to listen to the whole thing. Oh, okay. Felipe Franks ends the night 22 out of 30. 318 yards. Very, very, very workmanlike effort. Where's my mouse? It's over here somewhere. There it is. Out of Felipe Franks. Four touchdowns. Zero interceptions. No turnovers Better for Felipe. Traylon Smith was a man among boys. Traylon with 21 carries, 81 yards. He also had six six catches for 78 yeah. yards and a touchdown. The dude was all over the place. First, what did I see? I think first player in the first three games of the season have over 100 rushing and receiving since Michael Smith. And I don't remember, but he's the, he's the first player to have over 70 rushing and 70 receiving in the same game since somebody. I can't remember who they said, but it's been a minute. So, yeah. really impressive. Davion Warren, another big game for him. Mike Woods, another big game for him. Blake Kern at tight end had a great game. Points. Hypothetical rabbit hole here. Would we have won that game if we went to overtime? I think so, because the, I think the you offense think we was coming. Him? I think so, because I think our defense would have stopped them before their defense would have stopped us. Uh, I'm going to give you that, yes. Now, Like I said, I called this upset early in the season, or before the season. Now, and I was right. Now here's here's the only here's my only caveat to that. Tank Bigsby. That, but no, <laughs> I don't know. After what we watched in special teams for the first three games this season, if I trust the fact that if it came down to a field goal, we're in trouble. We would have won. We're in trouble. Nothing against Reed, but I mean, we couldn't execute a snap. No, we would we have couldn't. been penalized before. We, <laughs> we couldn't line up. Line. Like the one play where we had ten players and they had twelve. There were twenty two men on the field. They should just <laughs> let that go. Right. <laughs> I mean, it was a good punt. It was ridiculous, too. man. It was so bad. It was bad. a great punt. Like, you would think, based on the fact that we can't even line up, that Scott Fountain was the holdover from Chad Morris's staff. Like, because that was the problems they had all last year on offense and defense, but specifically offense. We could never line up properly. We always got these stupid uh, illegal or the, the. We didn't have that many illegal formation penalties <laughs> last year altogether. Oh, yes, we did. Yeah, we did. We had them penalties all the time. It seemed like any time we actually had a decent play, there was one of those penalties on offense. Morris was an idiot. He couldn't ever get anybody. They couldn't ever get anybody. Was. Then they had idiot. Well, yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, defensively, let me get to the team stats over here. Uh, Bo Nix, 17-28, 187. Good job, Bo. Uh, their monster quarterback. That's that, that big JJP. Pukes. 289 pounds and can move. That dude was. I the spin move he put on oh on that first run. Oh, my you know he's waited his whole life to do that in an SEC game. Yeah, right? that dude straight went NCAA 2014 <laughs> on everybody right then. I'd love to have that guy on our team. That was fantastic. But Tank Bigsby was the true man among boys out there. 20 carries, 146. He averaged 7.3 yards. He per must carry. have greased himself up really good before that game because oh, we were falling off of him like, oh, I don't even know how to. What analogy I want to make here. <laughs> it was bad. Like We couldn't tackle for nothing early. And it was really concerning. I mean, when you look, let's go back for Very a second. Very seldom you see bumper pull bounce off a tackle. And it, I, with that said, bumper at full strength wouldn't have been bouncing off those tackles. No, and it was it was obvious. He was out there was throwing, it, throwing it around as much as he could, though. I mean, you look at Arkansas. We punted on our first, what, one, two, three, three four, four, five possessions, including the one that was blocked for an Auburn touchdown. I mean, the offense was awful in those first five drives, and it's you know it's kind of been the story so far. It's been really yeah, slow. Three starting. plays, five plays, three plays, three plays, five, five, poop. But then from that point on, 
Felipe Frank circled the wagons. Well, not just Felipe Franks. Well, okay, one thing that I think Felipe did better at that point than he did any other time. Remained calm. Well, he remained calm, but he he actually, when he got out of the pocket, he looked to run. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of times early in those first five drives where he was trying to make it happen with his arm, and if it wasn't there, he was taking sacks. He was holding on to the ball too long. He wasn't finding his. He wasn't so finding. Pittman said, "We're gonna to have to figure out how to warm up different. We come yeah. out way too flat." I saw that, and he's right though. I mean, uh, don't you do that? Don't oh, you do you're that. messed up no, now, AA Ron. I was trying to not let that ad start playing, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry COVID, about that. Comments here, but so I mean, from that point on though, so we've had the argument about Bryles and how you know the questions of, of you know. His is offense he, is brittle. Yeah, but it's. I thought it was really good from the sixth drive on outside of, and we'll talk about it, outside of the, the, the Hornsby debacle. And so – I still don't figure that out. Well – He was so dejected when he got tackled on the <laughs> sideline. Oh, man, I won't play no more, coach. <laughs> Hornsby found out real quick this is no longer high school football. You are I quick, but not, you ain't that quick. <laughs> I cannot Michael Vickett around the corner. No, he here. wasn't getting there. And now, I will give him this. If it were a longer field. It was a longer field. Like okay. not Canadian like, football? No, 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 no. I don't mean like that. <laughs> I mean not jammed up on like the four-yard line. Right. I think he's got a better chance. Well, yeah, I mean. Because you, you think about it, you got to cover four yards. And not, the spacing is different. You know, there's so many different things that could have happened. He doubles back or makes that one-man miss, and he's off to the races. Yeah. I mean, he's not – Lightning fast. I'm sure Auburn's got linebackers that can run right with him. I think he's a four or five guy, maybe a high four four. Yeah. But they've got folks that run right along there with you in a backpedal. And they have some of the best talent and best, you know, recruited people in the world or in the country. I mean, there's no doubt. And Hornsby's got a really bright future. I just, oh, there's no doubt. So, I mean, you look at it. So, when it was 17 to nothing, Arkansas comes off and goes on an eight play, 65 yard drive. Forces Auburn to punt, then a six-play, 75-yard drive. That's when we missed the two-point conversion that we should have had because Knox sucks. That made it 17-12. to 12. Who sucks? Knox sucks. Phil okay. goal for, for Auburn after that. Arkansas then goes into the half, three-play, eight-yard drive. We didn't even try to do anything. I've heard people get upset that, that he didn't try to push anything there, but you're down 20-12. to 12. You're really fortunate to be in the game at this juncture. Yeah, you definitely need to be. I don't, I don't really like the whole term chasing points either. But. Well, well, but I don't think we were ch- – and I'm with you. I don't like chasing points in that We were talking scenario. about that at the high school game, not yeah. before. I don't, I don't like – and they shouldn't. But the thing and, – and so, yes, we can argue whether or not they should have went for two on the very next extra point after they missed. So, second touchdown, should they went for two? I don't think it was – I thought it was a great play call. I thought it was a great executed play. Trey Knox just sucks. He didn't catch it. I mean, the ball was there. It was in his hands. And then he looks down to see if he's going to get his feet in, and he drops the ball. He tried to bring it to his body, and he didn't have enough body to bring it to. Yeah. So, so I mean, I, he sure. missed his bread basket. Yeah. So, sure, hindsight 2020, maybe we could have kicked the extra point there. Maybe it would have been a tie game. Fine. But that also maybe changes the way Auburn plays the game late, too. So, right. you never know. I mean, but I think that the two point, I'm not overly upset about the two because we should have had it. So, we open the second half. Auburn goes 11 plays, at 30 yards, and punts it. Arkansas then right back on it. 13 plays, 85 yards. Auburn scores to make it 27 to 18 after that, after we missed yet another two-point conversion try, which at that point, you know, I mean, I don't, I can't blame them for trying. you got a trying. weird field goal. That's where Hornsview is on the field. Yeah, so then you had a 10-play, 70-yard drive. Now, so the, the play prior to Hornsby coming in, it's – Frank's got nicked up on that, didn't he? Frank's, I think, got his got the wind knocked out of him or something. It was they that little pitch play. 
I was fine with the initial play. Like, when they brought Hornsby in, I didn't he like ran the, right back out there for the second one. Pop, but, pop. Yeah, but then when they didn't call timeout to at least set the offense up, let Hornsby chill a little bit. Yeah, he was antsy, yeah. son. And see if you've got – maybe Franks is better at that point and you can put him back in. I just – I didn't like the execution of that. It was really bad. You learn to breathe different, Franks. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> you learn to breathe without lungs or something. Be a fish. Uh, yeah. And so – so, I mean, from, but to that point, up until then, I thought, and even that drive, Bryles had called a really good game. Then you get to the next drive where we score the touchdown to take the lead, make it 28-27. Beautiful pass. Absolutely gorgeous throw, gorgeous play. After a huge fourth down conversion. Yes. And, and so, big time play there. And, I mean, even the, the drive before that, you had the big third down conversion on the shovel pass mm-hmm. that, yeah. on the Hornsby play before the Hornsby play. So, I mean, you went from – some really dynamic play calls to just like, what Head the hell scratchers. are you doing? Head and so sure. they did do well on the Davion Warren touchdown. Now, this is where I think. Which one? If, if you really, the second one, the long ball. <laughs> now, if you want to talk about where Arkansas missed an opportunity, this was it. And if you want to talk about where Arkansas lost the game outside of the obvious stupid blown call, to me, this was it. I think I made the comment in, in our chat. And on social media, after Auburn missed that field goal, I said, you I wish Auburn would have made win. that. Yep. I, I wish Auburn that. would have made that. They because, didn't play to win. Because, yeah, exactly. All, Arkansas was playing not to lose at that point. We get the ball back. You have to go for a first down. Yeah. We go three plays, didn't. two yards. We yeah. lost, I think, five yards on the first play. And then we got a couple back. And then Franks had the two or three yard scramble. Yeah, or, or not even a scramble. Nothing. It was a designed quarterback draw. That was a terrible On third draw. and 12 or whatever it was. And he got that would yards. have been a Hornsby play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, That's if there's ever a time. Now, maybe ball, maybe ball control, you're worried about it, putting a freshman in there, but you weren't worried about it in a huge possession trying to get a touchdown yeah. at the end. So, I mean, to me, sure. If you, But I, I didn't I didn't understand that sequence, and I hate that. It seems like Arkansas wants to do that all the time. And unfortunately, this Arkansas offense is currently not built to do that. I get it. Not yet. You, you want to have that. I don't know how much time was left in the game. I think it was like I think it was 238, and then they got the ball back with like two – 12 or something. Says like that. It was like crazy. with 32 seconds to go. I think that was a 32 second drive. Is oh. all it is. So, so I mean, it, it was like two, like 213 is how much time was left on the clock when Auburn got the ball back. And actually, I think it'll show it right here. Uh, 159. So yeah, 206 or so is when they had the ball. So I mean, you you think about that. If Arkansas just plays to win the game, you were calling a brilliant game all the way up to the drive before that. You scored a they touchdown. Did the same thing last weekend at Mississippi State. Yeah, it's they so, really did. This, Playing not to lose is not how you win a football game. And it, well, and it's not. And the problem with Arkansas is they're not built to be able to run. Not yet. This team, got, I think we averaged 1.8 yards per carry. They Why in the world in a game when you're averaging less than two yards per carry do you then bring your offense out and try to run the ball down the throat of a team you haven't been able to do it to all night? It's not like all the little dink and dunk passes that were going to Trey Smith all night. Yeah, were working. Oh, without they a doubt, legitimately were working. Flawlessly, for I, the most part. I get you want Auburn to use their Let time. Let your speed do what it does after it gets the ball. Well, and I get you're wanting to make Auburn use their timeouts, but here's the deal. You can do the same. If you get first downs and go down the field, you ain't got to worry about them using timeouts. Yeah, well, and on top of that. You're going to burn the clock. They're going to get tired, and you're going to put <coughs> points on the board. But on top of that, in college football, once you get the ball back, you're going to stop the clock every time you go out of bounds, every time you get a first down. You have more freedom in college football because of that. So, yeah, timeouts are still important. Don't get me wrong. But forcing them out of those three timeouts, okay, whatever. You should have been shooting for first downs instead of trying to get their three their, their three timeouts out. So, 
you know, and at the end of the day, it ended up costing us because they got they had the ball with two minutes to go, and, and after all well, the even from where we punted at, I think they picked it up on our side of the fifty-two. Right. It wasn't the greatest punt. That was one of those ones where you needed just a J.K. Scott Alabama boomer on yeah. that one. And, and it wasn't. A, I mean, he punted all right, but it, again, they had the ball. They started in our territory. Yeah, they started it's, on our side of the fifty. And so that brings me to another point. Special teams. No, I don't really care to talk about them, but we will. They don't deserve oh, mentioning. They, they don't deserve any mentioning as much as Scott Fountain don't deserve a paycheck this week. I'll take his paycheck. It's yeah. a pretty good one. Yeah, it is. But so why can't I get paid that good to do something that bad? Because you don't have the right connections. You are probably. I'm calling Pittman tomorrow. <laughs> but so that brings Pittman, me. I think I can do a better job than Scott Fountain. Yeah. For half of the money, give me a chance. Yeah. Please. So that gives me that brings me to a point. I said, please. I want I want to I want to show you something right here. So Bo Nix, have you have you heard the comments by Bo Nix? Bo Nix after the game. So Bo Nix after the game says starts talking about how Arkansas played really hard, and it's a testament to how well coached they were under Chad Morris last year. Then that dude needs to pull his head out of Chad Morris's ass. Then he goes on to say. And I think Morris did a great job of showing what a great offensive coordinator he is by leading us down the field twice to get us the win at the end of the game. I think that Bo's dad is a very unhappy man, <laughs> and he might have had him say that just to appease Chad Morris because I really don't think he's going to make it all the way through the season well, if they continue to do this. Bo Nix was not very happy with Chad Morris. That was obvious coming off the field no, a couple times. No, he was times. screaming at him yeah. a couple times like, you freaking idiot. But so, Why are you doing this? The great, I wonder if they, how much offense they have and if the throttle is down. The great Chad Morris. The great. The great, according to Bo Nix. The great Chad Morris. Texas High School When the game was on the line and Arkansas was winning 28-27, Chad Morris went seven plays, 48 yards, his offense did, and missed a field goal. Now, obviously, the missed field goal was not his, not his fault, but all you could muster against a defense that was missing, Monteric Brown and had a walk-on covering your best wide receiver, and then lost Jerry Jacobs. So you got a freshman walk on, on the other side. No. No, Kari Johnson's scholarship. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you had, you had, you had Kari Johnson on one side. You had Hudson Clark on the other. Yeah, uh, obviously Fusha in the back with with, with Catalan. stud Catalan yeah. back there. But I mean, no Dorian Gerald. Greg, Greg Brooks was kind of dinged up in that in that drive too. A a, a, a half healthy bumper pool, <laughs> if that. And so half healthy Grant Morgan. Yeah, didn't practice all week. Right. And the best you could do was get in, in range for a field goal. Then Arkansas gives you the ball back in Arkansas territory. And the best you can do after fumbling, after giving the ball back to Arkansas, but not really giving the ball back to Arkansas, was go 23 yards and kick a field goal. And you're fortunate that it went in because it tried to turn right of the goal post as well. Oh, it did. So to sit here and act like Chad Morris did something great is just absolutely asinine. I mean, let's look at overall stats. Arkansas, I remember looking at this oh, last night. Oh, we outgained them all day long. But, uh, Team stats. Team yeah, you're stats. Right, you're right. I'm getting there. So they outgained us by nine yards. Nine yards. But we have 318 to 187 in the passing game. Outside of Tank Bixby, I mean, obviously you can't take anything away from what he did, but 259 to 119 rushing. They did what they wanted to do to, to some extent on the ground, but that's not what Chad Morris is there trying to do. Chad Morris wants no, to throw the football. That is uh, it's still remnant of Gus Malzahn for sure. And Arkansas did a pretty good job of limiting explosive plays. And I think um, their backup Johnson or whatever his name is, uh, DJ Williams, 
had yeah. a had a big had a big run. They had a few starters on both sides out too. You know that. Yeah, they did. KJ Britt, I think it's their. I think that's his name. Yeah, the linebacker, linebacker. He's a sure enough grown man at any position yeah. in the toss across the conference. But I think you know yeah. you you look at Anthony Schwartz. Big Cat Williams wasn't there either. Right. Great name. Anthony Schwartz, ten catches, hundred yards. I mean, when you hold that guy to ten yards per care, per catch, you're they doing pretty fast. good because that dude can fly. And that was the one guy that they had. I mean, I didn't. Even, I mean, Seth Bixby, Williams was the the one that. You know, you held down as well. Oh, yeah. Hudson Clark was all over him mm-hmm. all night long. So, Hudson did a fantastic Tusha job. Tusha had the greatest pass breakup in Saved the, the end game zone. Oh, at yeah. that point. Saved the game 100%. Absolutely did. Because if he doesn't make that play, Williams catches that football. So, overall, I mean, I thought Arkansas, you know, obviously had their issues. Uh, yeah, we didn't We didn't win on the, on the, on the real thing, but we won. Yeah. So, question. Does the SEC have an agenda against Arkansas? I'm saying no. No? No. I'm going to go with no, too. And the reason I'm going to go with no is because what do they gain by having an agenda against Arkansas? Nothing. They gain nothing. Absolutely nothing. What they have is an agenda to keep the best teams at the top. A team like Auburn. How many many breaks has Auburn got? Auburn got that big break in the first game where it was an obvious touchdown for Kentucky that he crossed the goal line. Replay review said, oh, no, he didn't score. Changed the whole complexion of that game. Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, Auburn's been granted a couple of these so far this year. Now, maybe they don't lose to Kentucky, but they lost to Arkansas. 100% oh, there's no doubt about that game. So, I mean, you know, so to me, that's the bigger key. That's the bigger. That's the biggest difference. So, we had this discussion on the show last night. Is it corruption within the league? Do you want me to answer that? I do. No. Okay. Why don't you think it's corruption within the league? Well... More so than anything, I think, you know, if it were in Alabama, of course you could say they got Alabama privilege. They are in Alabama. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think there's too many teams that you would see that would be protected at that point if you think it was some sure enough corruption with it. But, I mean, every year, year after year, you see the same teams that are always highly ranked to start the season. They always have a huge recruiting class. Some of them fizzle. Some of them don't. Uh Auburn over the past few years has looked like absolute dog shit the first couple of games. And then they come out and just play lights out football the last two thirds of the season and end up, you know, one, if they play good against Alabama and beat them, they're in a New Year's Day bowl and, and, and rolling. Right. Uh, if they don't, Gus Malzahn's job's on the line. Everybody's talking about him leaving all the time. So it's almost, you know, it's a double edged sword at that part. Uh, Georgia's been there right at the top the past few years since Kirby Smart swapped over there, especially. Uh, Mark Rick had him there before that. Hey, Mark anyway, Rick had him ten year, ten wins a year. Yeah, but that wasn't enough. So now they got eleven. Yeah. So I mean, LSU. We're going to see what their darling does with after this season goes on. Uh, Alabama. Well, everybody knows the story with Alabama. They're going to get whatever they want, and they're right. always going to be tempted to the top. But I still don't think there's like legit corruption towards it. I mean, it's a shitty situation with what happened. Excuse me. <coughs> what happened? But I mean, I still don't think so. So I mean, I think that if you believe, I think if you believe that there is a bias towards certain teams, then there's got to be some sort of potentially then corrupt where, activity going on. Where to, is it? Well, within the SEC offices. Think about it. When you saw, and again, I'm okay. We're reading into things, or I'm reading into things by making this assumption. So, but as a fan, I'm allowed to do that. 
when you look at the, the reaction of that official, if you're believing that that official, when he was the re, when he was on the when he when they showed him on screen, he says, oh, oh no. no, he knows what the call should be in this situation. Mm-hmm. You have precedence in the league. We just saw it in South Carolina, Missouri last year to overturn that play. Whistle blows, guy falls on the ball. Same thing happens for Arkansas. Whistle blows, Joe Fouché's laying on the football underneath the feet of an official. It's an obvious and clear recovery within seconds of the whistle. Two seconds. So you go to the office, you go to the league office to look at this, and even though the official who's watching it on the view in the on the, on the field has questions, as you as we're assuming based on his response, yeah, someone in the league office overrules this and says, "No, no, we can't do it. We can't. No, that that you can't. You can't it was a quick, it wasn't a quick enough recovery." So what you're saying is, is with the South Carolina Missouri game that meant nothing to nobody. It was okay to make that call, but because we were playing Auburn, who was the 13th ranked in the team in the country. Think about the implications of Auburn losing that game. It's great. No, no, no. For us, it's great. As Arkansas fans, it's great. I mean... But think about the implications for Auburn and the SEC if Auburn loses that game. Okay, Florida lost earlier in the day. But to another top 25 team and a team that a lot of people really had pegged to do really well. Okay. A&M has an easy schedule the rest of the way. They could easily just lose one game. They're no more. They're going to lose to us. We would hope, but again, oh, we're going. A and M could win out and have one loss at the end of the year, be a nine and one team. Yeah, they've already played Alabama, so so I mean that'd be their only loss. Yeah, they're not losing LSU, that's for sure. No, and and so so I mean the implications when you think about for Auburn right now, number one, you're potentially taking them out of the playoff chase. Now we don't believe that they're going to be there, Auburn, but if they keep getting all these gifts, remember a couple years ago, who's Auburn play this week? I don't know, I haven't looked, but. Think about the gifts they got a few years ago to get them into the scenario where they actually won the national title. The the play in what was it? The the play at Jordan Hare over was it Tennessee or the, Georgia? The, the one, one with the Georgia, ball, on it was the, Georgia, just Georgia. Yeah. So I mean, and, and then they had to play the kick six against Alabama. Those was on the same season. Kick six and the, yeah, the Tiffany kick six were same season. Those were right. same season. Yeah, back to back. So crazy. I mean, you you think about how lucky Auburn's gotten over the years. In this situation, number one, you take them out of that scenario. But number two, and I think even maybe more important. What was everybody saying before this game? If Arkansas goes in there and beats them, there's a good possibility Malzahn and Morris are looking for another job. Auburn can't afford that perception and, and those optics in COVID times. So now you're potentially, hopefully, protecting this program from having to fire their coach and spend the money that they may not have to spend. I get that that sounds like a they whole lot the of money. Whether they have the money or not doesn't matter. The it fact does. that the, no, it doesn't because when you're sitting here asking your fan base to donate to certain funds to help your players, but then you can go spend twenty eight million dollars and get rid of a coach just to go spend fifty million more to hire another one. Okay, case in point, Arkansas last year wasn't somebody supposedly quoted as saying, "I don't care what it costs, get him out of here." No, I get that. I'm not saying I mean, the money can come from multiple different places. I, I get that. You could have one donor that says, "All right, I want him gone. Here's twenty eight million dollars and drop it like it's nothing." Again, I don't disagree. But in the in the world of public perception, the, yeah, I get what you're it, saying there. But at the same time, if they want it done, they want it done. But to keep the money coming in and saying, "Hey, we need the help," yeah, you, you got to yeah. keep it happy. Because because people don't understand that most people don't understand that a coach that makes 
five million dollars a year at XYZ Not University. Much of that's paid by the school. Yeah, they're only they're only paying them a few hundred thousand. But yeah. people don't realize these things. They think that some school, because that person on the state payroll is the highest paid person on state payroll, even though he's only making for only four or five hundred thousand dollars from the school. I'll take four or five. Yeah, the rest of it's coming from donors. Mm -hmm. But people don't understand that. And so when they see somebody cash is sending a twenty-eight million dollar check just to spend another fifty million on another coach. The perception looks terrible when you're already begging people to, to donate more money. They got beer sales now. Come no, they on. don't because they can't go to games. <laughs> Unless, you're at A &M. Unless you're at A&M, then apparently they, you can have as many people yeah. as you want. Dan Mellon wants 90,000 people well, in the swamp. I don't blame him after you saw what and you had. And they told him no. <laughs> well, after you saw what happened there, yeah. A&M had, uh, that place was rocking and was, full. Well, that, Kyle Field holds, what, 102? Yeah, something like that. So what do we do about special teams? What's the answer? Fire Scott Fountain, go back to doing it for free? Like, I don't understand at this point. If we're going to suck that bad, let's just do well, it for free. It all depends on how Traylon Burks catches the first punt I see him catch. Yeah. Well, if yeah. If he that's... catches the ball regular, Fire Scott Fountain. Right. <laughs> if he catches it overhead cool as hell like anybody else in this world never does it, He's all right. He hey, Rabbit Hole, did you see the dude do it in the Malvern game? Yes, I did. <laughs> I was like, That was good. That was old, uh, Dante Reed. Yeah. So... Uh, anyway, I don't know. We've already talked about the offense showing life. I don't know what to do about special teams. I'm so over it. Like, I don't understand how you can't line up. I don't understand how you can't can't get on the field properly. It's simple. I mean, all you got to do is get ten men on the line, kick the punt, you're done. Or eight men on the line, kick the punt, you're done. Like It's actually less than that. It's eight and four. You can't have more than four in the back. So, so well, seven, and three, seven and four. And then the punter, yeah. that makes four. So seven on the line, and we yep. can't make that happen. Nope. Like, I don't even – I don't understand that. And it happened multiple times. Like, and then, and then we had the offsides on the on the kickoff, and then we kicked the ball out of bounds. I don't know how many times. Twice. I mean, and Auburn did it like three times. Yes. I don't understand any of that. I don't get it. But anyway, on to happier and freer and fun things. It is time for our yes, moment of the game. Yes, sir. And it is. It is that time. The play to Davion Warren. And this. The wrist flip. Is what it sounded like. Catches tonight. Franks to the end zone. Touchdown, Warren. <laughs> he hit all the ref. The ref fumbled. <laughs> Traylon's. Look at Smith's jersey. He man. is a mud ball. Him and Jonathan Marshall had the muddiest jerseys by the time the game was over. Yeah, they did. The Auburn defense is stunned. Did you see the Arkansas fan right there wearing the Alabama hat? Yeah, yeah, and no one told the poor guy. Maybe he knows now because it's all over social media. But yeah, uh, it's kind of rough. Holy cow, man! He does, well, I guess I could play this out. This is saying this is the end of it. This throw, dude, just dime. How Davion gets open the there? I would catch. What a throw. What a catch. Train Hawks caught like that. He'd catch football. That's just, man. So really impressed with uh, with that. That flick of the wrist throw, that's twice that he's done that for touchdowns in almost the exact same play. One to Burks, now one to Warren. So really, really impressed with that. Uh, you know the crazy thing was is we didn't even talk about the yes sir moment of the game or what we thought it was, and that was going to be my yes sir moment of the game. <laughs> well, like I was looking through the list later, I was like, mm -hmm, I know this play, this right here was my yes sir moment of the game, and I gave it to gave it to Steve via Bluetooth <laughs> in my dome, and boop popped up on screen. There it is, right on the screen. That's right. All right, I'll go first. Offensive player of the week. 
Hey, you want me to bring the stats back up so you can no, I'm good. chew them for a minute? I'm I already know what I want to do. I think I my brain remembers do. numbers and names, sir. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know it. It does. It's a good edit. No. So my guy this week is going to be Felipe Franks. Mine's Ben Cleveland. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> Felipe Franks, 22 of 30, 318 yards, four touchdowns, a 90.1 QBR. He even added 15 carries for 28 yards. So long of nine. Felipe, and we talked about this, and I talked about it on the show last night if you watched, but we talked about this last week after the Mississippi State game and how he did enough as a game manager to beat Mississippi State. This he had to do more. This week he had to take on a whole lot more. He was a little gunshot, seemed like, early. But after those first five drives and once this offense got in a rhythm, Felipe Frank looked un- Franks looked unstoppable. This dude's got a bright future, and if he can continue to develop, man, Arkansas. Can we keep him for another year? We could, but I doubt he'd come back. But we could he keep go, him for another pro. year. He, he could go come. pro. So he we'll, go pro. we'll see. I don't know. I mean, he go pro. He's got size. He's got a big arm, and I think he's got what it takes, honestly, to play NFL. No, I don't disagree about that. But no, one, no, no. The ad guy. Stop, Lil Yachty. Get can. off there. Kill it. We'll just do that. So, oh, it's Lore. <laughs> oh man, talking to Jesus. I don't know why that does Derek that, just randomly. Stupid. But I'm not saying because he does have prototypical size. He's got the talent. You know, he's got he's got to develop more. But the question with somebody like Felipe Franks is, do you put it off now that you have this free year, knowing next year could be even better with a team that's going to be even more experienced and an offensive line that's going to be even better. You may go from a guy that's a third or fourth round. Let's take a flyer on this guy it's a freebie to a first round pick possibly. He so. Might stay. You never know. I mean, I I, I, don't, I wouldn't blame him either way. He can do whichever. But, I mean, it's it's highly possible. But for me, uh, Felipe Franks is my offensive player of the week. Yep. <laughs> All right, fine. Defensive player of the week. Yep. I already know what you're going to say. I don't know who you got. Jalen Catalan. You're going Catalan. Absolutely going Catalan. All right. So, God, he was all over the he field. He had one goof on tackle. He went low on Seth Williams, and Seth Williams like fool too. <laughs> hopped over him like nobody's business. Oh, man. And just hung in the air like Super Mario did. And he got up after he realized, wait a minute, that guy just made me look like a punk. And then tried to strip the ball out. Yeah. And was pretty he close almost to got it. it out. He was a very heady play after he got his ass yeah. whooped. He did almost get that ball out. That's my defensive player of the game. <laughs> so... I like Catalan. Love Catalan. He's my favorite player on this team. I don't think that's. I don't think maybe I've made that point a few times. Couple times. Fourteen tackles, ten solo, one pass defended. He looked really, really, really good. But I'm going to go a different direction. You go, Jonathan. I'm going to go with the guy right below him. You going with old Huddy, huh? Hudson had an opportunity to get it last week just because he did such a great job shutting down Mississippi State. And he, but this week with another game, he backs it up with with not only did he shut down Seth Williams. For the most part. I mean, well, look at what Seth Williams did. What did Seth Williams do receiving one? Seth Williams had three catches for 70 yards. Yeah, three for That's 70. It. Three, just three for 70. But just three catches, and I think he was targeted eight or nine times. Too bad to tell you that. And really, the 32-yarder was the one over the middle yeah. um, that he that he picked up. And I don't think that was that was a zone coverage. Clark was already off yeah, of him. He was already he was running across. to it. I thought Hudson played a great game. And not only did he do so well on Seth Williams, but seven tackles, all seven of which were solo tackles. The guy played really, really well. To me, Hudson Clark's my defensive player of the game this week. I almost gave it to him last week, but you couldn't give it – I mean, with way Fouché and Brooks played, you couldn't – You couldn't. You know, I don't think you could pass up. But Yeah, you know, bumper pull with 20 times. I'll give you Jalen Catalan, and I'm going to take Hudson Clark this week, and I think that's a very fair – Who is your honorable mention on offense? Boy, oh, Traylon Smith. 
Davion Warren. Mine was really, Davion Warren. And it's really close. I mean, with what Traylon, Traylon was the difference Traylon, in that game. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we could talk all we want about what Davion Franks Warren did doing and, what he did. But I still think it was great. Traylon was really, really, really good, at, both rushing and receiving. So, um, we knew that that's what we were getting a third down back for sure. Yes. And we thought we had the big man going to roll right on through. But this thing called an injury, which has seemed to bother him for the past couple of years, uh, just there. Yeah, it's unfortunate. He is. So the, the we look, we were looking over the, the uh, depth chart. He's listed as the starter. He's listed there. So. And we're really, 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 really going to need that. <laughs> yeah, we need all we can get. We'll get to game. that here. Whoa. All right, so let's hop over here to the SEC games. Let's skip that one. Let's start here. All right, we'll start with um, Tennessee and Georgia. Tennessee played great. For a half. For a half. <laughs> 21-17 at the half, and then and they Georgia half. They ain't scored no more. That's what old, old Jermaine Funny Man Johnson said. I watched that yesterday. I was a little disappointed in that this week. It was kind of boring and wild. I haven't watched any of the other ones. It's the first one I've seen. Yeah, I've been forgetting. I've seen too. I saw it, and I was kind of like, eh, yeah, yeah, he can do better. He gave the props to Bacon Bits, though. So. He was like, what is going on? That's a fumble. That's a backward pass. It was great. I was like, thank you. And I said Auburn or Arkansas got robbed. Let's see. He hadn't commented back. So yet, yeah, so. no big surprises. I was. I mean, I guess the surprise of Georgia Tennessee was the fact that Tennessee was up at the half. Yeah, they were uh, playing with like nobody's business, and then Kirby said, "Hold up." That might be the I'm best staff at making halftime adjustments. Yeah, in the country, sure. as, as well as they've played in the second half. I mean, even last week they struggled until the yeah, second they half. kicked our ass in the second half. Yeah. I don't know what happened. South Carolina Vanderbilt, no surprises there. South Carolina just runs all over Vandy, forty-one-seven. Postponed. But, but 24 to 2. I guess we'll cover that one. So, B Walk. A couple. What happened, Bo? Yep. <laughs> Brandon. Hey, B Walk. What happened? What happened was Mike Leach ain't nothing you thought he was. Kylan Hill's the best running back in the SEC. Mm-hmm. 15 no, catches. There's a kid out at, in Alabama named Najee Harris. Terry Wilson outrushed Kylan Hill. Yeah. Kylan Hill caught 15. Oh, he man. had 15 receptions. Okay. Come on, man. How do you go have 36 pass completions uh, for 232 yards? Yeah. You had 70 total completions for 275 yards. Not even no, 45. Or 45. 70 attempts. 45 completions. Like, that's just insane. Look at the average. Man. Yeah, 3.9. That's not good. It's not good at all. Like... And then, Wait a minute. I want you to look at the overall QBR for all four quarterbacks that played. That's not good. There was a lot of bad quarterback play in that game. Terry Wilson was 8 of 20. If you think about it, you have wow. 42 divided by 2 is 21. That is awful. And you have 39.8 divided by 2 is a shade. It's like 19.9. Yeah, that's maybe. really bad. My dumb? That's, they're bad. It yeah, doesn't I'm matter stupid. how you cut it. It's, it's bad. Okay. Kylan Hill, seven carries for 17 yards. So, I mean, I mean, Mike Leach and Mississippi State is what we thought they were. They are who they who we thought they were. Fraud. Well, I mean, they're just so easy to game plan against, and especially with SEC defenses. Now, the air raid, and I said this before the season started. I was right. Look at you. I'm genius. I said this before the season started, that Mississippi State would have the biggest road to cl- the biggest hill to climb in terms of the new coaches because they had zero time to implement a very difficult offense. B-Walt, why don't you comment on this? <laughs> yeah. 
What you got, buddy? Because you, you admitted you were wrong, and then you made another little smart-ass comment below that. So I really want to get that guy on our podcast. Maybe we can. Maybe we should just reach out to him. But yeah, I think we should. So, but Be walk. Mississippi State scores two. <laughs> two points. Is that a baseball game? Two points. It looks like. I mean, Kentucky's yeah. good enough to have beat them. Oh, funny, man. It was like, baseball already back? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a football score? <laughs> yeah. So. Football. Like, two. One, two. Yeah. I thought somebody had a couple of home runs. So, another big surprise this weekend. Texas A&M takes down Florida, 41-38. Zero defense played in that game. The rumor came out today, the rumor mill, the, some, every, a lot of people got caught up in the Brett McMurphy tweet. That wasn't really Brett McMurphy, but it was Brett McMurphy who tweeted out that they had uh, fired Grantham at Florida. At, at Florida. Um, that didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't really happen. Todd Grantham. <laughs> that didn't actually happen. But they Murphy. probably need to. Like... Wait, that is their defensive coordinator, right? God grab them? No, that's not right. What I don't in know. the world is that? There's no telling what my children are doing out there. Well, oh, either way, whoever their defensive coordinator is, was that, that might be right. I can't remember. But anyway, that uh, he had been fired. But he hasn't been fired. And uh, Florida is, um, yeah, they, they have no defense. That's just a bad team uh, defensively. Offensively, they are a juggernaut. Defensively, not so much. I'm kind of – I'm thinking Arkansas can play in any game the rest of the season. I think so. With what I've seen. The surprise – Maybe the Alabama game might be different. The surprise of the – I think we can play with anybody in the SEC after what we've seen so far. Yeah. Surprise of the entire weekend to me, LSU-Missouri. Really? Yes. After the game was moved to Columbia from Baton Rouge? Uh, yeah, I mean, what? Wait a minute. Miles Brennan threw for four hundred and thirty yards. Four thirty. Like, All right. There is but, no but, defense being played in the SEC. What, what's going on here? <laughs> well, well, apparently, what's going on here? <laughs> apparently, what has happened like, is was, LSU has been given <laughs> LSU has been w. given a win. Both teams <laughs> are one and two, which is correct. <laughs> But uh, according to ESPN, LSU won forty-five. Somebody needs to fix. That's that. not what happened. But how often is it that oh, both quarterbacks man. throw for over four hundred yards? I don't think it's very often, and certainly not against LSU. And Connor Basilek had not ever started a game. This was his first ever career. He played start. against us last year, but, but he's never start. started. No, he got knocked. He got popped in that game after we knocked the quarterback yeah. out. Yeah, I thought Roundtree's name was Round Tree. No, not just Round Tree. Back up real quick. Go back to that. I got the hiccups, and this really sucks. What am I going to? Back up. What do you mean back up? Go back this yes. way? Yes, go back to the scoreboard. So you had LSU and Missouri's quarterback, both over 400. Yep. Show me the Ole Miss-Alabama game, please. Oh, that's just, well, we were getting there. That was No, really I'm, I'm just looking at how many quarterbacks went for over 400 yards. <laughs> oh, Matt oh Cor- Corral didn't quite get there. Oh, damn. They ran for a God, yeah, they, they, ran all over, they ran all over Alabama. Snoop Connor. So we'll use this well, transition. Well, you can't really say that because well, Najee. Najee was Najee. But that doesn't, I mean, Ole Miss still ran all over. Oh, him. they did. Najee ran all over Ole Miss. <laughs> yeah, Najee did Ole Miss didn't even field a defensive team. They had like six people out there. Yeah. Lakia Henry was one of them. That was, they, they, they should have just left their defense in the yeah. locker room. He probably would have done better. I think they only stopped 41 total yards. Yeah, that's crazy. They they missed a field goal, I think, and then they had a third, and they had one fourth down. And yet Alabama. Else is crazy to me is the fourth down efficiency for Ole Miss. Yes, yeah. Well, how often do you see that? Not very often. They they took the 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 uh, 
Kevin Kelly approach. I even got into <laughs> tweeted with Kevin Kelly about that. He was he, he was pretty he was pretty happy. What was the on? It was the onside kick play. Did you see that? Where he dribbled in the middle? Yeah, the kicker caught it, but he was yeah. he caught it a yard too early. Yeah. yeah, and then he dropped it. They took it away from him. He, he didn't yeah. drop it, but he it looked it was really really close. It was a good onside kick, but well, I'd turn the game on or I'd messed around there after hours and like get kicked over to the Ole Miss game, and the, and the next thing you see is. The score seven nothing Ole Miss, like because yeah. you missed the first part of it. Yep. And it was like, wait a minute, <laughs> there's like a minute gone off the clock, and there's been four plays and seventy five yards yep. done. <coughs> yeah, I don't even think Alabama came. I think Alabama came out a drive late or something. I don't know. Well, Alabama, I mean, even late in the game, it was still close. And Al- Alabama, yeah. Alabama tried to pull away, and then Ole Miss got tied it back they up. Did. But then Ole Miss. Mac Jones was quoted, from what I understand, as saying, "Is we felt like we had to score every possession." And they did because they it even scored on eight consecutive possessions. Yeah, and they had to. And the difference was, is Ole Miss kicked two field goals mm-hmm. late. If Ole Miss can score touchdowns there, who knows how long this game? And then goes. that onside kick, Najee just kind of nodded it up at the end of the game. Yeah. But so I mean, I mean, overall, Alabama did exactly what we thought they did: score sixty plus points and won the game. Scored fifty and all above fifty in all three games. Yeah. So I mean. Alabama offensively just keeps rolling, but let's talk about Ole Miss because let's let's just jump into this this five minutes of uh, five minutes of poo five minutes preview. of preview. So uh, da 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 da. There we go. So looking at the Ole Miss game, we 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 know what we're getting into here. We got to be able to stop the pass. We need Montag Brown back. We need Jerry Jacobs back. We need Catalan and Fouché to play stop the game. run. We do, but I think that I think personally. That Ole Miss is going to try to chuck the ball all over the yard. I think with Busta out there and a healthy Jerry and then the, the, the rest of the secondary we carry with having Greg Brooks and Catalan back there and and, and Fusha and Simeon Blair and the rest of the guys, I think we've got enough speed and enough people in the defense we play. Ooh. They go fast. And that was they one of the do. other things that was said is that, you know, Arkansas might be a little more prepared for that fast because this whole offseason or – fall training camp we've gone against our offense and our offense likes to go fast too yeah i don't think we like to go that like, fast no. they were saying something like the you know majority of the play not majority but a good bit of the plays alabama wasn't even lined up and they were snapping the they ball. were and i think that arkansas would like to go as fast as, as Ole miss is going right now they're just not and 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 so what concerns me in this game and this is i'll leave it at this until the preview pod what concerns me in this game is the same thing that concerned me in the Mississippi State game, and really defensively, the, the biggest concern we have, and that's linebacker. If Bumper Pool's not healthy in this game, Arkansas could lose this game by 20 points. Could. And, and I hate to say that, but the problem is by 22. They, could, they could run all over us and they could pass all over us. Jerrion Ely and Snoop Connor, no joke. Those two guys no. can fly. Here's the other big piece to think about. Yeah, both about 120-plus yards. Yeah, here's the other big piece to think about. Matt Corral... Can, it, he's, he's fairly mobile. John Rice Pumley is super mobile. Oh, he's, he's a little stud. Either little one guy. of those guys could absolutely tear Arkansas a new one in terms of from that, that quarterback position. I mean, we saw even even Bo Nix had moments where he ran the ball fairly well against Arkansas. Bo Nix is relatively mobile. And he is. And so that scares me because we do not have a linebacker that can spy either one of those on this Not one that's on the field right now, you don't. No. And so – that concerns me. That's where this game really concerns me is our linebacker. I think we'll be fine in the defensive backfield, especially if we have Brown and Jacobs back. Because then, you think we get Dre Greenlaw and Scooter to come back for yeah, a game? I wish. 
Uh, no, they're making a little money right now. Yeah. Uh, and so that's what really concerns me about this game. I think offensively we'll do whatever we want. I think this this will be that game where, especially if we have Rakeem Boyd back, that the offense may look better than the run defense. The ball to run the clock out. Well, but he, the problem is, is the way that our offense is designed. It's designed to roll too. Yeah. So we're just going to have to score and be conditioned. Yeah, absolutely. So. I think that's the key to it. I think Arkansas, they've got to try to win somewhat of the time of possession battle. I'm still going with an Arkansas Vic in this one. What Arkansas can't do is Arkansas can't come out and have five punts on their first five drives. No. Or they'll be down 31 to nothing. I don't see us having five punts to start this game. I see us having two. I hope we don't have any. Early. I hope we have none too. Because but. unless our defense, and even then, our offense needs to get off in this game, and it needs to do very, very yeah, well. It's time for Mr. Burks to come on back and Trey Knox. If you want to join us, bud, uh, yeah. we'd love to have Trey we'd Knox from last year back. To have Trey Knox come on back and join the party. You know, go here and catch football. Mike Woods, you can come play too. Yeah, we know you want to. It's time for you to have a breakout game. Yeah, a pretty good one this week. I think Burks has got a point to prove. <laughs> For sure. I think Boyd's going to be on the same thing. He might be on a dead gum, a snap count or a snap. I hope not because you need him running. I mean, well, you do have Traylon Smith who prove, has Trey proven. Trey Smith out of the backfield is going to be very, very key in this game. Yeah, without a doubt. Swing passes and just get around the corner and go. All right. What do you got? That's it, man. That's it. I got to remind the folks. Head over to Lost Pizza Company in Benton, please. Go see our folks. Go see Chuck and the folks at Lost Pizza. I was there today. I they have the coolest bathroom I've never been in before. I don't think I've ever you been in You pee into a keg. Oh, I have been in that bathroom. That's I thought right. that was pretty cool. I have been in there. But get over and see Chuck and the guys at Lost Pizza Company, 510 Highway 5 in Benton. And uh, let's see. Make sure you head over to Heart of Grace Outdoors on Facebook and visit with Wes and Vanessa. And uh, he, he went and did a little graphing and fishing this past weekend and did pretty good. So Catching fishes? Uh, he did caught a couple big old bass while he was out there. So he did he did well on Washita. And, oh, uh, you a cheetah. Yeah. You know, but uh, other than that, make sure you listen to Tyler and I. This week we will release the preview pod a day early because I am going to be watching this game this weekend from the lovely Mile High City. Uh, looking forward to spend a few days in Denver and get away. I've needed a couple of days uh, away after the last couple of weeks. I won't be a mile high, but I'll be about 10 feet off the ground. <laughs> I plan to be more than a mile high once we get up there on those trails. So it's going to be a good time. Two miles? Yeah. Two miles high? Yeah, something like that. So, All right, man. I don't have any ramblings. Do you got any ramblings? I didn't I watch. One. I didn't watch anything else this weekend. I went to a pumpkin patch. I spent time with the family. Be walk. What's up? <laughs> I know you ain't gonna hear this, but what's up? He's gonna. I tell you what. This is your opportunity. <laughs> call out. I haven't even thought about. Call this. out Brandon Walker, and I will make an air quote of it. What about the egg bowl? What's gonna happen in that? <laughs> that would be awesome. No. Do <laughs> you realize the what can happen in that game with that much passing? Of what's but, gonna happen off? There's no. Well, Mississippi State's got a defense. Yeah, but it's maybe. a matter or so did Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, wow. That's my ramble, I guess. <laughs> I didn't even think about that when I was we, like, we, oh, the we, egg bowl. Yeah, we can talk about that when we get. A good ramble about Dak's ankle. Oh, that's that rough. was nasty. That was yeah. really bad. It was flesh wound. He'll be all right. It was still nasty. Oh, yeah. Been there, done that. Got the t shirt. Other than that, I didn't pay any attention to NFL. I didn't pay any my attention Steelers to that. My Steelers won. 
So round um, basketball thing. Chase Claypool had night. four touchdowns. I did see that. I saw that number pop up across yeah. screen. But I tell you, from the boy day, Juju didn't have none. I say it. Not watching or not having, not playing any fantasy football this this year has. Why well, you totally relax? <laughs> really opened up my Sundays, it is man. Crazy, I'm just really. like, it's like, oh, whatever. Like yesterday, my wife. No lie. So this was our conversation. Hey, is there a game on now? Yeah, we don't. I don't have it on in here. So I don't even know who it is. So no lie, there's Chargers, two games on, isn't there? Chargers and the Aints. Isn't there two games? Or they Hell, that we one ES, hit the NFL thing right now. Oh. Oh boy, the Chargers is beating that. Chargers and Aints. Isn't there a game? Maybe it's tomorrow. There's yeah, a there's a game tomorrow night. The Bills and Titans play tomorrow night. Okay. I did enjoy the Chiefs losing. I will say that. Oh, 13 to 3 now. That's what I just said. Damn. Look at that. Look, it's, it's on Ratch Hunter. Okay. Um, Boop. YouTube TV. I haven't I haven't paid I didn't pay any attention. Like I said, it was great yesterday, man. Congratulations like, to the Lakers on winning the COVID championship. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I guess it's that's never it. Never told me anything about I, no I, don't, I don't know if there's anything else we can do to make this any better tonight. No, I think we've we've done plenty. <laughs> it's been kind of funny. <laughs> okay, well, again, join Tyler and I on Thursday this week when the preview pod drops as we preview the matchup with Ole Miss. And uh, I don't know what else. What else you got? What else mm. we doing this week? Opening weekend of muzzle, or actually muzzleloading hunting. There you go. I'm killing deers. I'm going to be in the woods for a totally different reason. Won't talk about it any more than that. Yep. All right. Well, until next week, woo, damn, pig. Word. Woo, damn, pig. Fuck him.